sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and PCOMs, my time mouse sheen is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! Um, what is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin, sitting right beside her. What? What? When is the last time we did this? Um, the very first time that we ever recorded when we did episodes one and three. And we did the Kenny Ortega one together. Oh, yeah. So that, that was, was the last, last time. One. Wow. Yeah. So like November 2020. Because I remember us talking about the election. <laughs> yeah. I know. Every time I come to Nashville, we never have enough time to like um, like sit down, record, and also like want to hang out at the same time. Yeah. So I'm here for a lot longer than I usually am. So we were like, okay, we're going to hang out one time, not worry about anything, and then Wednesday, get it together and record. So Reporting to you live from... Hunter sister's house, former yes. guest, Caitlin. <laughs> former guest, Caitlin. Because um, there is a scheduled 10-hour power outage in my apartment tonight. Yeah. Pray for my milk and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to get curdy. It's going to get curdy. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Um, so, yeah, this is exciting. We hope we are, we, this is just, I'm wondering how this will sound back. Um, like if I can tell that we're in the same room, probably yeah. There's like a difference between we're in the if same it's a room. might bit echoey. We are in a brand new like empty wall house in the kitchen. A so. brand spanking new. But house. there's like, no Ty, way. Ty Pennington literally just said, "Move that bus," <laughs> and we walked right in. <laughs> you know, at least you won't have to hear Hunter's chair squeaking. Oh, that was a dig. <laughs> that was a dig. Um, wow, this is cool. It's fun. We yeah. Haven't so long. Anyway, um, do you know what we haven't done since last week well we have a big big story this week too we have. So. it's the story that kind of kept on giving um so let's get into <laughs> it some disney 411 okay before we get into that story we teased um demi lovato first story is demi lovato was on the podcast call her daddy have you ever heard of it Uh-oh. yes i have it's so annoying well demi was on the podcast call her daddy and was just promoting her new album and, you know, Call Her Daddy was asking about her uh, life as a child star, life as a Disney kid. And the um, interviewer asked, have you ever talked to people in that Disney machine that you were a part of, like Miley, Celine, and the Jonas Brothers? Have you guys ever sat down and were like, whoa, we went through a lot in that Disney bubble? Yeah. And she goes, I'm sure throughout the years we've talked about it. But Demi Lovato says that they have a project in the works where they want to talk to Selena, Miley, the Jonas Brothers, and a bunch of other child stars about their experience being a part of the Disney Channel machine. Wow. The inner workings of child stars' minds are really getting a renaissance (laughs) spawned by Jeanette McCurdy and Nathan Fielder's show, The Rehearsal. Right. I just, do you think any of them would sit down with Demi? I hope so. I don't know about Miley. Miley would be like, what? What if they just sit in a room and like they just stare at each other? <laughs> I don't... Wait, I would want Selena Gomez to come on. Because yeah. they have a lot to unpack. They have a lot so to So do the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Her and the Jonas Brothers. I think her and Miley are just like, hey, what's up? Well, speaking of Demi, my timeline has been going ape only over um, Holy Fubuk this week. I listened to more of it. The people love it. I... 
I listen to it. It's it's fine. It, there's some good songs. It's on it. the sound of Demi that I would much prefer her do than "Give Your Heart a Break," like that kind of thing. The I, I I think this is much better suited for her voice. I know some of the lyrics are like a bit cheesy, but right. I think people are just excited that it's kind of like that return to form, and it's it's honest. Uh-huh. And it's interesting. <laughs> she gotcha. <laughs> In more ways than one. Um, during the Call Her Daddy podcast, they were t- talking about Camp Rock. And Demi goes, it was the bangs. It was the Mitchie bangs. And we were just talking about this the We other were just night talking about the Mitchie about bangs. How Mitchie the Mitchie bangs, bangs and the Mitchie, Mitchie boots. boots. <laughs> um, because and the so- Mitchie uh, maroon scoop neck. <laughs> right. And the Mitchie, like, um, stance in the poster. The Disney knees. The Disney knees. I mean, Mitchie, like... Set the standard for the Disney knees. She set the standard. Well, do you know who else set the standard? Miss, a little show called Hannah Montana. Miss Cyrus. Because um, the Hannah Montana series turned my... This is our next story. Is this the big one? This is the big one. The big one. Uh, the Hannah Montana series turned Miley Cyrus into a household name, but the role could have been a star-making turn for two... Other actresses. This is part one. This is and part the story one. Continues. I hope that this is like the story that we just keep on for the right. rest of the year. Rumors have been swirling that singer Belinda, known for her performance in the Cheetah Girls 2, nearly landed the part of the beloved character. However, the Disney Channel show's original casting director, Lisa London, has now put them to rest, revealing who actually almost led the teen hit, which ran from 2006 to 2011. In a video shared to TikTok, London clarified that the Spanish-Mexican singer was in fact not in contention. Instead, <laughs> that's so embarrassing for her. <laughs> I'm sure she was a part of the conversation, but these. Were like she was. Like, what if she was like? She was like tenth cut. She was like, yeah, I almost got the part, and this casting director was like, actually, sweetie, here's who. Um, well, in, instead, Gossip Girl star Taylor Momsen and Daniela Monet, who appeared on Nickelodeon's Zoe 101 and Victorious, came close. to to snagging the plum gig. London goes into the TikTok saying, I discovered Miley Cyrus. I wanted to let everyone know that Belinda, who was lovely, by the way, was never in the top three for the role of Hannah. Damn. (laughs) Well, we thought the dust settled on Hannah Montana. Well, another bit before in that segment was that she also revealed that the character's original name was going to be Chloe and not Miley. Um, but if you haven't seen Miley's original audition tapes with Billy Ray, I think that's what sealed the deal. Oh, for of course. Her. Taylor Momsen as Hannah Montana, I don't think would have been as interesting. The I show think would we, have lasted like a season. It would have been like a season, maybe two. I think Daniela would have given us maybe three seasons. She doesn't have that star power that Miley does. She doesn't. She's a great supporting actress. Right. I think about her Chicago one woman show from Victoria. Right. That's like, why on the when daily. this went viral, everyone was like retweeting that video. Yeah. Of Chicago would be like, I mean, this could have been Hannah Montana. <laughs> um, there's also a couple people who are almost uh, Hannah Montana and Hannah's best friend Lily. Yes, part two. Acqu- this was a real shocker. This to me. was a revelation for according, us. According to Ali and AJ, the best of both worlds almost took a completely different meaning. AJ Mashaka, one half of the multi-hyphenated sister duo, took to Twitter to tell her side of the Hannah Montana casting story that's captivated social media for the past week. She goes to share, I adore Lisa London, but I have some tea beyond the tea to spill. Gary Marsh originally offered the role of Hannah Montana to Allie, and I was offered the role of Lily Trescott. I know this so doesn't matter, but I thought I'd chime in. So and Lisa more... London has not shut it down. Right. Well, I did some more research, and Ali and AJ actually talked about this on a podcast. 
And they said Gary Marsh, like, Ali was on Fill the Future at the time, and it was coming to an end. Yeah. And I think they wanted to keep Ali on a show, and they were like, we have the show, Hannah Montana, do you want it? If not, we're going to go back and offer it to some other people, or we're going to keep auditioning. And I think, at the, and she said at the time that she was, like, close to being done with Disney. She was, like, 16, 17. Yeah. Um, and she didn't want it to be confusing how she's on a show as a solo artist, but in real life, she has a band. and That makes sense. It was going to be a bit confusing. Yeah, I guess that would have been strange to have somebody selling their... Because she wouldn't have been able to sell the Hannah Montana brand at the same time as she would have been able to sell Ali and AJ. They probably would have had to put the Ali and AJ project on hold. Oh, we couldn't have that. Right. And, I mean, ultimately the role went to who it should have gone to, but, like, this story is insane. They really want to make this show happen. They're like, you be Hannah Montana, please. Someone take this (laughs) wig. Someone be Hannah Montana. Please, anyone, please be Hannah Montana. (laughs) Um, and our last story is a little reunion news. Speaking of Ali Mashaka, the cast of Film the Future yes. uh, posted on Instagram. Uh, Raviv Ullman, Amy Bruckner, and Ali Mashaka all got together and they posted a photo, and it was a grand old time. I love a good Disney Channel reunion. Ali has no eyebrows right now. What do you mean? She had no eyebrows. I saw the eyebrows, I barely saw them. I was a bit worried. Well, but like, what do you mean? Are we? Are you going back to it? <laughs> no, I just saw she didn't have eyebrows. She doesn't need eyebrows when she's um, what's her name? Alison <laughs> Mashaka. Alison Mashaka. Yeah, it was cute. It was a cute. The artist formerly known as Hannah Montana, maybe. Um, Hannison Mashaka. Hannison Mashaka. That been a weird like sisters playing best friends. Does that happen? Yes, I'm sure. Um. Eh. <laughs> anyway. Not that I can recall. Those are the Disney 411 stories. Raven's Home presumably not coming back anytime this month. Um, the home might be foreclosed <laughs> if they don't hurry up. Great. Um, as soon as we get Tanya. Love how they just ghost us. Literally. For like four weeks out of the year. And they've done it twice now. I hate them. Come on. Well, anyways, um, speaking of ghosting, you know how sometimes Disney Channel would ghost its regular programming and just air some random crap in between shows? Um, we, we did an episode like this before we talked about, like, Express Yourself and Pass the Plate and Mike's Super Short Show, um, and we're talking about a couple more of those today. Some of them are more B-tier than others, but... <laughs> this is more of the B-side. This um, is more of the actually, B... I, Some of these were immediate channel changes for I me. Can, <laughs> I can debate one being on the A-side. Oh, same. Um, but I think... The, the majority of these are the B-side. <laughs> um, so yeah, we are talking about um, some more of our... This is kind of like a part two of our... Yeah. One we did, because our first one we did, we did um, Disney Channel commercials. And Disney Channel, especially back in the day, was famous of not advertising anything that was not Disney and was yeah. not on the channel. And they made their own little thing. They don't really do that anymore. Um, so this is kind of a part two. So we picked some of our favorite or mem- most memorable segments or the ones that just popped in our head. Or the um, ones that I would see and immediately smash the channel right, change button because right. they were absolute no-goes. One of them I had never seen before today and thought it was something um, completely different than what it actually is. Hmm. 
Which one? Shorty McShort Shorts. Shorty McShorts. Well, is this the perfect time to talk about Shorty McShorts? Ugh, yuck. All right, I guess so we so. have three Disney commercial segments that we will be talking about today, and this is a great segment to start this one yes. on. This is uh, called Shorty McShort Shorts, which was a Disney Channel animated anthology series, which consisted of four to five minute shorts. It aired from July 28, 2006 to May 25th. 2007 and a little um fun fact is the short um fish tale that appeared in shorty mcshort shorts would later be reworked into fish hooks that one was actually never aired it never aired officially yeah so shorty mcshort shorts had 13 episodes that like aired on disney channel and then there's like five or six more that were made that never aired on disney channel and that's one of them because it got canceled because everybody hated it I remember the boys on the run. I remember that one. The four, the three parter. Yeah, that that one was also supposed to have a fourth part that didn't air. So I never watched the show because I found the trailers in the marketing like so freaking annoying. So the trailers and the marketing have like this little person, <laughs> I guess named Shorty McShort Shorts. No, he's he, he his name is Shorty McShorts, and the show is Shorty McShorts. Shorts. Shorts. Ah, okay. That's, yeah. Um, And he just kind of is like the conductor of the program. I hate him. Um, But I do remember the commercial. And it had yeah. all the Disney stars being like, Shorty McShort. Well, it's all, Short. it's like Brenda Song, Emily Osment, um, Mitchell Musso, all trying to say Shorty McShort Shorts. And those are all people who would later have voices on Shorty McShort's shorts. Um, Some of the people that had voices on Shorty McShort Shorts are like, Animation icons, Tom Kenny, um, voice of SpongeBob, Richard Stephen Horowitz, who is like the voice of Billy from Billy and Mandy and the voice okay. of Sam from Bear Zim, Selena Gomez, Wayne Brady, Lacey Chabert, Mae Whitman, Jason Dolly, Tara Strong, Emily Osment, Joe DiMaggio, which is a random one, uh, Mitchell Musso, Jason Earls, Kurtwood Smith from that 70s show, <laughs> Brian Stepanek, because oh. everybody knows Disney Channel Post 2009 was like, you like Brian Stepanek, right? Really? You love Brian Stepanek. Like, do we? Um, Jim Gaffigan and Wilmer Valderrama is also a voice. Not Handy Mandy himself. Not uh, Mr. Mr. 29. 29. <laughs> uh, Yikes. Um, and yeah, Selena Gomez had a voice in one of the ones that would ultimately be unreleased. They're not um, good. Well, I just remember they all looked very, like, bad to look at they are the animation is really bad the one specifically the selena gomez one i watched in full today before i realized that it was an unaired and like the characters barely move their mouths barely move the audio like they're talking over each other constantly so the audio editing is horrendous mm. like one of them is like my mom married a yeti and the yes, yeti like yes, wigs yes. out on the kids or something yes. it's just like it was really poorly received and i watched this 17 minute youtube deep dive where this guy reviewed every episode of Shorty McShort Shorts. He was like, this is Disney Channel's worst animated show ever. Hmm. I do remember one where it was like a guy, and he like wished he was a girl or something Ooh. like that. <laughs> it was like something like that. I'm trying to look it up. But... There was one called Boys on the Run that was three parts. Um, there was like My Mom Married a Yeti. Too Many Robots was one. Um... Somebody and Somebody Do Nothing was one. One of them did actually become a spinoff pilot of something on another network as well. But it wasn't popular. So I found, I looked it up, and 
It was a. It actually got turned into a show. Yeah. On the the one I'm talking about. Oh. The girl, the guy. That's probably the one I'm talking about too. The one that there was one episode of Shorty McShorts Shorts that was turned into a show. This is this is the that one that wasn't fish hooks. Um. Yeah. It was. It was called. She Wow. She Zao. Um, it features the adventures of a boy who inadvertently inherits the role of a superheroine, which imposes imposes an explicit feminine theme to his costumed appearance and equipment. Interesting. Um, and that was one that turned into its own show, but it lost a controversy over gender-bending character. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. So, there was, yeah. It, yeah. Um, so, you can obviously kind of see what, what the controversy yeah, was regarding back that. in the day. Yeah. Just didn't, and, and, like, this was always, this was the one that was the immediate channel changer for me. If I saw this coming on, I was like, no. Which is why I thought until today that it was the show was about Shorty McShorts. No, he hosts. He's the host. I know, but I thought the show was about. He's him. the host with the most. It was a part of So Hot Summer. Ugh. Well, how did they? Why'd they do that to us? It's featured on Watch Mojo's ten most hated Disney animated shows. <gasps> I haven't seen that list. So Shorty McShort Shorts has has a. <laughs> A name, and the name is not well-received in the Disney Channel canon. Wait, hang on. I want to figure out which ones these actually are. It's the second Flash animated series along with the buzz on Maggie. What's, like, animated in Flash? Yeah, I think, like, the animated style. I don't know. It looks really bad. I, I think they were, like, going for every short to have a different style, but most of them just don't look very good. Yeah. So Becca is looking at. Um, I'm trying. I don't know if my watch Mojo's top have, ten um, most hated Disney animated. Not Timo Supremo. Timo Supremo is number ten. I don't remember watching that very much, but I remember liking it. I think when I did see. What's what is this? that? This is a live reaction, folks. I hope everyone's enjoying this <laughs> listening. Because um, um, there's just not much content. With Monster High. Number nine is Monster. These are the top ten most hated Disney I animated didn't, series. Th- there's a Nickelodeon logo in the bottom corner hmm they did that wrong but the video is disney so i'm i'm confused maybe it aired on disney in canada or something kick batowski that's Batowski. that's fair i've never seen it but i remember it um what else gravity what? falls no gravity falls is critically acclaimed are you kidding me why is it hated i don't know watch mojo what are you saying the mighty, the mighty ducks. ducks i don't know anybody who hates mighty ducks the wuzzles the wh- the oh that was short-lived it was like based off a stuffed um like this line yes. of cartoon plushies yes I remember where it was this. like i'm a bear and a lion yeah and which that is, was like all they which had is always the him. greatest combo a bear and a lion <gasps> buzz on maggie the buzz on maggie just because it was short lived. Number four. Is Shorty McShorts going to be number one shorty McShorts is number three number three shorty McShorts represent um, what else is Jake and the Neverland Pirates is number two. Oh, because you love the Peter Pan purist. Is, yeah, it's probably are... because the Disney adults are. <gasps> Mickey oh, Mouse Clubhouse is an honorable mention. That's ne- Disney purist. That's crap. They, I love I love Mickey Mouse. Clubhouse. Well, they don't want they don't want like Mickey to be like preschool age. Sophia the first. It's fair. She is. She wasn't the first on this list. She's she not was an honorable mention. She's an honorable mention. Yeah. Sophia the honorable mention. Bonkers. Bonkers? I never heard show. of that. Oh, it's that guy. Bonkers. It was, this was fine. I've seen an episode of this or two. It's. I watched it, on Disney. It's okay. It was good. Shorty Mix Shorts was number fish one. Fish Hooks is number Wait, one. Guess what? That's fair. 
is in the Short and Big Short Shorts family. That's true. So, so technically, Short and Big Short, Short, Short Shorts ought to be number one. And I don't know. I know this may be a short up because I have like nothing to say about Short and Big Short Shorts. You don't have. Well, that's the reason. Because Short and Big Short Shorts is short. Because it was Short um, so let's get on. Yeah. Um, I guess we should just end on a high note and we can get on with our other skip. <laughs> Although I did watch a bunch of them as a kid. I don't think there were very many, though. No, there weren't. So, as we all know, Disney Channel was really trying to make Brian Stepanek happen because they tried to give him an Arwen pilot that failed. Mm-hmm. And so he ended up with this weird in-between show that was called Brian O'Brien that was like the Mr. Beanification of Brian it Stepanek. It was... It aired from October 3rd, 2008 to April 3rd, 2009. And it premiered... Dang, such short... And it was shown during the premiere of The Sweet Life on Deck. <gasps> so... It really was, like, a result of the canceled Arwen pilot. Because what? Brian Stepanek, like, we found out that he wrote almost all of these. Yeah, he wrote almost all of these. He created the show. Of course he did. It's very much like the... what. If you know anything about Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean kind of gets himself into wacky situations, but he doesn't talk. Yeah. So they're they're very much silent comedy with maybe like the occasional like, oh, yeah. But like no words are said by Brian. I don't Brian. understand. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't know what, like, what made them think that this style of comedy was going to work for like, the I Disney under, Channel. I, like, I understand that Arwen was like a hit with the kids yeah absolutely and then i don't like it is crazy how they that's like one of the only adults that i can think of that they really wanted to make something why didn't they give it to phil lewis because he was mr mosby philophil philophil oh philophil there's a bit in the shorty merch shorts commercial where phil lewis is trying to say it and he just like i don't think he even does he's just like uh he can't he doesn't want to he's like i won't I'm a song and dance man. I'm a song and dance man. I don't work for the shorts. I'm a renaissance man. <laughs> um, but Brian O'Brien, it's perplexing the <laughs> what like Disney loved Brian Stepanek. And I feel like Brian O'Brien was like, once they were airing it, it was inescapable. Yeah. It was always coming on in between the shows. And like it's just situations where like he's dribbling a basket. He's always in a sweater vest. Yeah, that's his thing. He's always in, in a sweater, sweater vest. vest. So he'll be like in a basketball t shirt, like over his sweater vest. And he like He's trying to play basketball, but there's all these big dudes. Or he's, like, in a pool on a hamster ball. Or there was one we watched where he sneaks backstage into the opera somehow. And yeah. is, like, behind the curtain mimicking what the opera performer is doing. And then brings the curtain crashing down. And is like, ooh! We, we watched one together. And the one I remember the most is he was, like, in a pool. Yeah, in the hamster ball. And we were going to watch that, but we watched three of these. And I said, I can't do it, it <laughs> The intro, too, where he's, like, pushing the letters and then running, and then he's like, ah, I remember as a kid, I'm like, why won't you freaking talk? (laughs) Talk, damn it. But I also remember, like, seeing Mr. Bean shorts when I was around the same age and thinking that those were funny. So maybe it's just that Brian O'Brien didn't do the art of the silent comedy um, well. I don't know. I mean, like, when you think of The Sweet Life and Brian Stepanek on The Sweet Life, he was just falling everywhere. But yeah, I guess like he he was funny like with his words. He was. I think people liked Arwen, not yeah. Brian Stepanek. Brian Stepanek. Yeah, 
I think they couldn't see, like, unless he was Arwen, it didn't really... I mean, when he hosted the Disney Channel games with Phil Lewis, I enjoyed that, but when it was just him, I was like, <laughs> the cracks were showing for me. <laughs> the cracks in the wall. Disney loved... I just can't get over... They loved him. They And they kept trying to make it happen yeah. after Sweet Life ended. That's why he probably wasn't on deck. I'm sure if... Because they, they gave him this. I'm sure if they thought his spinoff was gonna, wasn't going to go through, they would have put him on deck. What somehow. if Brian Stepanek was like actually a diva and he was like, no, I get my own show or I walk. And they were like, well, the pilot didn't work, so we can give you <laughs> five minutes. this. We'll give you five minutes. He wrote these. He wrote them. He's an what did he write? Because there's no time. He wrote movements. He, Brian O'Brien takes a jump and smacks himself directly into the basketball And I love how, somehow. like, we watch the commercial, and they're like, Brian's to panic. And Brian O'Brien, like, he's like... Like, he's a name. Like, he's... <laughs> like, that's Arwen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're like, who? Oh, you mean Arwen. Okay. That would have been like if they gave um, Bart Johnson a spinoff show. And they Bart were like, Johnson Bart Johnson is. is. And we'd be like... Bart Johnson is Barrow Bart. <laughs> Just Disney Channel adults with, with something, oh something. Oh my god. Kim oh Kim. I'd watch. <laughs> I did. My butt would be in the seat every day of the week. Billy oh Billy. That'd be fun. Billy on the farm. Who's Billy? Billy Ray. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to be good? Rondell oh Rondell. Rondell can't even be bothered to show up to Raven's home <laughs> half the time. He couldn't be bothered. Takio, Takio. <laughs> she shows. That would be a renaissance piece. <laughs> Kim O'Kim. I like Kim O'Kim. Kim O'Kim. Kim. That's what, I, like, Brian O'Brien's like, Brian O'Brien, but, like, his name's Brian O'Brien, but if Kim Rhodes had a spinoff, it would be like, Kim. Oh, oh Kim. Kim. <laughs> uh, and she would, she would yeah, sing the entire time. I rem- this was not one that I changed. Like, when this first came on, I was like, oh, okay. And I would watch it. But then as it became more and more frequent, I would frequently change the channel. Oh, this never appealed to me at all. Yeah, I think I just kind of tried to get with it because I liked Arwen and I, I liked, I don't know. The mis- the Mr. Beanification wasn't working for me. The Mr. Beanification of the... <laughs> He's been beanified. <laughs> you will believe a Brian can bean. <laughs> the beanification of Brian O'Brien. They should have called it Brian O'Bean. <laughs> and made it like he was Mr. Bean's cousin or something. Oh, because What kids. if they did that and they showed it to Rowan Atkinson and he was like, get this away from me. <laughs> now. Um, Brian, I, we should, I wish there was more articles about what drove Disney to love Brian's family so much. There had to have been something going on. Maybe they contracted him for the Arwen pilot and he had, like, signed something where they still had to give I'm him the sure, show. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, I'm, I don't think that... Because they would never ride this hard for an adult. I know. It's so like, weird. Like, maybe it was, like, I don't know. Like, when I saw the trailer and it fully said Brian Stepanek is, I was like, who was he to me? <laughs> You're like, who? That's Arwen. <laughs> they didn't even say the sweet life's Brian Stepanek. They didn't. They just said... Brian Stepanek. Life isn't so sweet for Brian Stepanek anymore. <laughs> He's Brian O'Brien now. Aw. Shout out to Brian Stepanek. Comedy icon. I mean, I don't hate Brian Stepanek. This is no. amazing. I hate Brian Stepanek. No. This, Brian O'Brien just isn't... The, count of, the countless laughs Brian Stepanek has given us. On Sweet Life. On Sweet Life. Specifically. <laughs> as opposed to what? As opposed to Brian O'Brien, as opposed to Disney Channel games, as opposed to anything else that he may have done in his life. I'm surprised they never tried to cast him out as a as a um, 
a dad. I don't think he'd be show. a believable dad. You He's don't? too much of a mess. <laughs> he'd have to be like the fun uncle. Yeah, that's what Arwen was going to be about. Yeah. Was Arwen? I just don't, I can't in. see him working as a dad. I'm sure he. <laughs> I'm sure he has. Because you'd also see him in the other show as a dad and be like, why is he serious? He's no, supposed he to be tripping be and like honking his nose. He'd be a crazy dad. I don't know. I just don't know. Just don't know. Anyway, um, moving on to like a high note. Um, this was one of. This was appointment television for me. This went on for a hot minute too. This was a yeah. long-standing. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about. I think this is the Disney Channel staple. It is. At one point, it was um, Zoog Disney as mm-hmm. well. I watched an old one today that had that yeah. on it. Um, we're talking about Movie Surfers. Movie Surfers. So Movie Surfers is a Disney Channel miniseries that appears in a commercial-like form where teenagers go behind the scenes of upcoming Disney movies. It started out as a TV special that would air when a new Disney movie came out. It was about teenagers communicating with each other via webcams and getting info about the movies. The 1999, I mean 1998 incarnation um, was hosted by Christina Milian as Tina. Isn't she Miss Miss Possible theme song? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, but yeah, movie surfers. As Tina. Wait, did they? They did like, they didn't do their real names. That's weird. So when it, when it became like a Disney Channel uh, miniseries, it aired from 1999 to 2018. Shoo! Um, yeah. Far cry from our less than a year occupants of the rest of this episode. <laughs> the only episode to ever be released on video is Go Inside Inspector Gadget. And it was available on the Inspector Gadget DVD. Um, so, yeah, I, but I remember you saying that um, the girl who plays the bully in Xenon was yeah, a movie surfer. That was the thing. The girl who plays the bully in Xenon play, was a movie surfer. And sometimes, and during the movie surfers, they would go behind the scenes of the movie, and then all of a sudden they'd be talking to like Anne Hathaway. She'd be like, "Do you want to be in the movie today?" They're like, "Oh me!" And they'd be like in the scene. So I'm trying to think. And these are the ones on top of my head. Oh, there's three on top of my head. One is Max Keeble. There's a movie surfer in Max Keeble. Where? In the um, in the food fight scene. Oh my god! And you can like the movie surfer's episode was him being an extra. Yeah. He's um he's he's the he's the guy when Max does the first thing at the food fight. He goes, "Who threw that?" Stands up. That's him. There's another one Amazing. where um the girl plays Xenon's uh enemy. She's an extra in the Princess Diaries in the beach scene. Scream. And then there's one where a movie surfer is in the Princess Diaries 2 during the sleepover scene. And she's um, rollerblading with like a bunch of I remember that. I was so jealous. Because we also watched a movie surfer's episode. We just put on like a YouTube video that was just like Disney Channel commercials that aired on... The day that it was we were watching. Yeah. Just in a certain year. I think it was 2004. Yeah. And a movie surface came up where they were talking to none other than Miss raven Simone <laughs> about the Princess Diaries 2 royal engagement and her role in it. And she, Raven, you love how Raven can make a two-scene character and give her like a whole arc. She's like, she's a princess. She's a busybody. Yeah. She's always in everyone's business. <laughs> she was born in 1982. <laughs> like, in this hospital. <laughs> The thing about Raven is she's on even when she's supposed to be Raven Simone. Yeah. She's always she's like, always on hi. It. Yeah. And they were like talking to her in the recording booth 
because she has the song on the soundtrack, This Is My Time, which we just talked about as well on our episode because it's on Disney Girls Rock. But they're in the booth. (laughs) And the girl goes, can we hear more of your song? And Raven goes, yeah. And it just cuts to the very last second of the song. Literally her going, dreams come True. I laughed so hard because I said, not them saying, like, can we hear some? And you get the last 20 seconds. It's not even 20 seconds. It's maybe three. And then the funniest part was when um, they go, you're singing with Julie Andrews, right? And Raven goes, I do. <laughs> um, I remember they, there was, like, a while where the Disney, like, movie surfers, like, the, the majority of, like, the movie surfers, they would go to the set or, like, go behind the scenes of, like, animated stuff and all that but they had like a movie surfers set yeah where like a like mini like teen nightclub and there's like a big couch and they would all sit and they would have guests come on um and keep in mind the show was still like 15 minutes at the most yeah and there was one i remember specifically where like like all the disney like character characters like goofy walks in no (laughs) Um, (laughs) goofy sit down what another show um there was like if you Google like Google it like it was like like specials yeah I guess. Um, there was one with Hilary Duff promoting the Santa Claus two, and she performs uh, Santa Claus Lion in oh the movie surfer set, and they had an audience. <laughs> that, and everything. It's so weird how like Mike Super Short Show is always one thing, but Movie Surfers has had like so many things that it does. Mm-hmm. But Movie Surfers was also for like. This movie is coming to theaters. Yeah. And Mike's Super Short Show is always DVDs. Or video. Yeah. Um, There's one. There's And I love, like, when you're a kid, like, Mike's Super Short Show, you think Mike and Sally, those are their names. They're not on a TV show. They're, like, I thought her name was Sally until I saw her in Two Brother Does and was like, oh, that's Allison Stoner. Yeah. Um, Same with the movie surfers. I was like, oh, they're only movie surfers. They're not trying to be actors or singers or anything. There's this one movie surfer. Her name is Lindsay. She's probably the most I've, of the movie surfers I've seen in random things. She's in this specific movie that I'm wondering if you've seen. She's in, she's in this movie starring Toby Keith. Um, what? <laughs> I don't know that I've seen it then. And it's called Broken Bridges or something. And she sings this song in the movie. Ooh, it was good. <laughs> It was called When You're Broken. I'm going to show it to you after this. I also watched the episode where it was like five minutes where they went behind the scenes of Ice Princess and they talked to like Michelle Trackenberg and Hayden Panettiere and the girl who plays Zoe Block and the guy who played the love interest. And they like one of the movie surfers was talking to him and he was like, yeah, I, dr- I drive the Zamboni. Um, a lot of my friends yes. who play hockey think that it was pretty cool that I got to drive the Zamboni. And no, uh, it's not as hard. It's not really that hard to drive the Zamboni. Like, say Zamboni one more time. I know, and Michelle Trackenberg was standing there, like, with her arms crossed. It was really uncomfortable. Um. Okay, I'm showing Becca the layout of this zo- this um, movie surfer yeah, set. Yeah, this is so interesting. Like, nightclub. Was that Tim Allen? Where? I remember her. Okay, this it's... is the girl. Do you remember her? Wait, that's no. not the girl. Sorry. <laughs> I'm showing her all these random photos. Okay, here's the that's set. That's crazy. It has, like... Not, not the chicken little poster. We'll <laughs> have to post this. Post these. Um, yeah, it looks like, like a teen nightclub. Yeah. That's kind of like the vibe they're going for. Um, yeah, and it started out with like it all being like over um, like 
electronic devices because it was like 2000. Early Zoom. And so everyone was the like, early days of Zoom. Yeah, everyone was like, call me on this and we're going to surf into this new movie. And then it kind of morphed into, they dropped that and then they came in like a night. Imagine if we ha- still had the movie surfers in 2020 and they could have done a return to form and like done the show over Zoom. Truly. That would have been insane. That would have been a moment. A moment in time. And all the kids on the Disney Channel now would have been like, what is this? What is this Zoom you speak of? I loved I wanted to be movie surfers so bad. Because they got to meet all the people. Yeah, they did. And they got to meet... I wanted to either be Mike Super Short Show or Movie Surfers. I mean, you could... Mike Super Short Show was elitist. Right. It was just the two of them. Movie Surfers, like, you actually had a chance, I guess. Right. <laughs> In theory. Because there were so many movies that were coming out at one time. They're like, okay, yeah. you take Pixar. I'll take <laughs> live action. And I'll take uh, Disney Animated. Um... I love movie movie surfers so much. That's like a Disney Channel staple. And ooh, ooh, ooh. And the theme song of the movie surfers is like wow, wow, wow. You don't remember that? I don't I don't have that many memories of like seeing it, but when I see the specific episodes like on YouTube, it's kind of like, oh, I I've seen that before. Interesting that but, you don't have the same Isn't it weird that like we watched Disney Channel the same amount of time, the same mm-hmm. amount of years, and the things that stick with us versus the things that don't. Yeah, because I just don't. I must have just thought like, oh, this is just a behind the scenes look or something. Like it is. the Disney four one one, the Disney three six five, and Mike Super Short Show will always be like ground into the folds of my brain. But you know, <laughs> um, I'm looking at Movie Surfers right now, and I'm going to read you an IMDb review. Who wrote an IMDb review for Movie Surfers? Uh, July 9th, two thousand three. What was the reason? So this is called, the title is Often Dumb, Thinly Veiled Promotional Tool. Thinly Veiled? The, it's promotion. It, <laughs> what do you, like, how, they're not, they're not hiding it at all. Oh my god. Disney Channel airs these movie surfer specials and portions as interstitials when Disney movies are playing in theaters. Some of it is insightful and even interesting in the behind the scenes slash inside trivia. But more often than not, it's a bunch of brain dead teenagers being paid to heap praise onto the latest Disney film. I'm sure all of them have generally loved every single Disney film from the from the past five years. If they were worthwhile, maybe Disney would include them on DVD releases of its films. But in general, it's a thinly veiled effort to get kids to want to see their latest films. The benefit of having a family cable channel, something that Viacom takes good advantage of with its Nickelodeon films. Um, this person doesn't understand the term of marketing. <laughs> right. Like, that's the whole point, babes. That's the reason, it's the babes. Reason vibes. Promotion vibes, promotion. <laughs> it's promotional vibes. That's what it is. I loved it. And we didn't care. No. We ate up every second of it because we got to see these kids living our dream and speaking with Miss Simone and Miss Dove. Right. And, like, going to, Also, like, like, how else was I supposed to know that Ice Princess was going to come out in theaters? Literally. This, this was how I found out this This is how stuff. I found out, like, opening the theaters July 27th or whatever. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't see the ad on, like, regular no. TV. Because that's not what I was watching. Right. And I sure as hell wasn't going to see an ad for Ice Princess on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. <laughs> this was how I knew. That and Mike's Super Short Show was how I knew what was coming on the DVD and video. That, I think Mike's Super Short Show is how I found out about Fox and the Hound 2 featuring Lucas Graybills, You Know I Will, which I ran to the store and rented that day. Ugh. Movie is not good, if you were wondering. <laughs> if you've never seen it, that movie's not good. Reba McIntyre is a voice in it, though. And then... Her good doggy song. <laughs> <laughs> 
She always has some good doggy songs. She has this song. Reba McIntyre plays this like dog, like show business dog. And she sings this song where she's like, it's all good doggy, but no bone. <laughs> Which so is so weird. good for her to have. Um, really. Because, you know. Reba, yeah, Reba needed that. Reba really needed that. Um, I don't care what this person on IAB said. I'm coming for you. The movie servers were doing the work that needed to be done. Right. They were. That was probably some 40-year-old man who happened to catch the Disney Channel and was like, oh. (laughs) It's always so interesting to me when people write these, like, scathing reviews of children's media where I'm like, this isn't meant. It's not for you. For you. Like, I understand if it's, like, the piece of media itself is just bad. Yeah. But if you don't like it just because it's not for you, not because it's actually, like, bad quality, then, like, stop. Okay, I'm on Reddit right now looking at movie surfers, and everyone is talking about when the movie surfers would appear on uh, the movies. And all the three most popular ones are the three I just mentioned. Nice. So, and I always knew, and every time I watch these movies back, I'm like, there's that movie surfer. I always remember that movie surfer. If I had to guess who the movie surfer was in um, Max Cable, it would have been the small kid that the two like bullies are describing the other bullies to that just goes like, <gasps> Oh, no, this guy had a uh, line. Yeah, that's wild. Well, I'm, I'm going to see if I can find a picture of him. He like was playing chess, and um, he gets hit. I mean, <laughs> I know food, exactly what you're talking about. He gets but... hit with food. Um, and he was like also another decom. That I can't remember on the top of my head, but anyway, those were definitely the B sides. Yeah, I mean, movie servers. I guess just like I don't know. I feel like Mike's Super Short Show kind of emerges the more iconic one. Yeah, for some reason. I think it's because Mike's Super Short Show was consistent in who it was. Yeah, it was and always it was like, Mike and Sally. It was the branding. It was now you know because it's Mike's Super Short Show. And movie surfers had a. Uh, cycle of people. Yeah. So you just you just remember brand. you just remember like, oh, this is the show that they go behind the scenes with. Yeah. Mike Super Show was like, oh, well, there's Sally, her big brother Mike, and the little dog. But it's crazy that it ran for so long. I mean, like ju- one year shy of twenty years. Yeah. And there's a lot of Disney movies that came out. I know, but that's just wild that like it isn't in my memory as prominently as Mike Super Short Show was. Yeah. But I will never forget Brian O'Brien. I'm trying to forget Brian O'Brien. <laughs> I really am. I wish I could. I wish I could. Uh, well, what's your Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is stop trying to make Brian's to panic happen. It's not going to happen. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> Shots fired! Uh, um, I mean, maybe just like, I don't know. Hmm. My Disney Channel lesson is if you're a movie surfer. Try to get into that movie. You're going to go right. behind the scenes. The movie surfers who didn't get in the movies probably felt so good. They were so pissed. They're like, great. I had to interview freaking Brad Bird, the director of The Incredibles, <laughs> and freaking Adrian got to roller skate with Julie Andrews and Anne Hathaway. Right. Damn. Like, Mikey was the fast the, with a food fight kid and Mike's super short show and all I got was to hear the word Zamboni said to me a hundred <laughs> right. times. Damn. Um, that's, that, those are good lessons. Brian O'Brien, Brian Savannah, we love you though. Don't get us wrong. 
We just didn't love Brian O'Brien. Yes. And I just want to know how that came about. There are truly some actors that are not meant to be leads. That And that's just the way it I is. Mean, I, our... I mean, that's not to say that they're bad at what they do. That's just to say that their energy and what they do is best for a supporting shtick and not a lead. Right. And sometimes the supporting are better characters than the leads. That's very true. So, um, that, That's a good lesson. Specifically yeah. for Brian O'Brien. <laughs> um, but um, if people want to find out your shorty McShort shorts, where can they find you? Becca, you can oh, see Becca. me in my longy McLong pants <laughs> on um, Hey Oh It's Becca on Instagram and Twitter, Becca's Records on TikTok, and Becca Stogner on YouTube. You can also check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We just recently put out a review of the VeggieTales episode, Madam Blueberry. Um, if you're into that, it's a very positive episode. We just gushed about Veggie Tales for like half an hour. Did you know they came out with a country album? I did today. Me too. Because the TikToks have been yeah. sent to me. <laughs> I think it was more of a 2011, 2012 deal when I was no longer paying attention to the veggies. Same. But if it had came out in 1999, I would have snorted it like Coke. And on that note, you can find me um, <laughs> on Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. And if you want to keep up to date on everything about this particular podcast, you can follow us at um, the Time Machine Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast and you'll find us there. Um, rate and review us. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us uh, some lovely five stars over on Spotify. Um, and like I said, keep up to date with everything on our social media. Uh, DM us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. Because we want you guys to have so much fun to listen to this as we have making it. All right, y'all. And we are about to be coming at you with a themed month for September. Something a little fun, a little fun idea that we've had planned for a while. Um, What's a hint we can give the people? Um, she. She? I'm going to say... Someone you recognize. The theme month, the hint is... Um... Multi variety performer. All over the Disney Channel. All. Kept the lights on at the Disney Channel. Kept the lights on from like 2000 to 2010, pretty much. Literally. Um, All right. With that. And wait, wait. Who knows when we'll ever be in the same room again to do this? Maybe sooner rather than later. Probably eventually. Eventually, <laughs> but what a fun time doing this. Yeah. Whatever interesting to finally be back yes feels like old times yeah well until next time we will see you later time travelers always book your seatbelt